you know, I'm going to, I'm going to start off 2019 with the confessional. This is not my first take. This intro is, is taking me basically all night. I'm getting delirious. So I'm going to, I'm going to kick this off short and sweet. I have for you a threesome and a bonus. The threesome is with Eli and Michelle. Um, I met them in a world of self-development, became really good friends in the last year, and we talk about how that relationship uh, helped our outside relationships as well, and what dating is like on both sides of things, because I have Michelle here as a different dynamic to things, and what we feel about the single world and how Bumbles and Tinders are kind of the reason that we're losing connection with one another and there's no substance anymore. But before I get started, I'll let you know that the bonus section of this is Eli sharing with us what he cut out of his life for 94 days and what that was like. It gets a little weird when having kids in the car, but it rhymes with smash ablation. So I hope you enjoy it just as much as I did. And we'll see if Eli matches up with the woman of his dreams on Bumble. Here he is swiping away. And you have to decide who you want. You're bumbling? I'm bumbling. He's sitting here and bumbling before us. I thought I told you... Don't bring that shit here. You're not even looking at the I'm people not. you're just When I match, then I figure. You know, if they message me, I just don't reply. Why don't you just meet expire. people the old-fashioned way? You know... This should totally be on right now. Oh, it's recording. It is okay. actually it's recording? Yeah, this I was about perfect. to say. Like... <laughs> shit! Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> this is... No, this is cool. Speaking of Bumble, we'll, we'll, we'll go over our threesome here. So, on my right, I have Elias. And then I have Michelle Martinez to my left. Now, so you're in a bumble world. You just got back on social media. You stopped for what? Um, nine months. Nine months. Stopped social media. I'll give him, I'll give him really big props on that. Yeah. I couldn't that's very hard to do. Actually, Wait. seven and a half months. I cut it early. Come closer. Seven and a half months. Well, you don't have to answer like... All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Like, you don't have to Alex read your It's okay. So you don't have to review your answer. But I would say be as close as possible to here because look at this. You see this right here? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to try to keep those. You this see, space is fine, right? Yeah, yeah this okay. space, you're fine. I like how you like started it. Do you hear like the difference more. in my voice right now? Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. You know? Love it. You're So just trying to stay as close. What if I sign It's less editing for me. Okay. Anyways, so stop in social media for nine months, and you you get back on probably, what, three weeks, about a month ago when we had our conversations when you got back on. Yeah. You were on the podcast last time. And we had a good talk about being a real estate agent, what you can do, going door to door, yada yada. But since you since you went back on social media, because it's at this point, why did you stop social media? I stopped social media because the tool was using me. It's a great tool to have, but the tool was using me. So what does that mean? <clears throat> I was wasting a lot of time on it, so I just needed to cut it out. That's what I do. That's true, though. All day long. I'm yeah. constantly... I'm literally... I'm addicted a thousand percent to my phone. There's yeah. no joke about it. I tell my son, I tell Kyler, stop. You know, get off. Get off the phone. Get off social media. Well, he's not on social media. What yeah. am I saying? Get off the phone. Get off, you know, the TV. Get off all that stuff. YouTube. He watches people play video games and all that kind of garbage. But I told him, <clears throat> I'm telling him he's addicted to the stuff and kind of get him off of it. But meanwhile, I'm addicted to the phone. I'm constantly... I go through it. First thing in the morning, what's your first app that you go to? Instagram for you sure. Go, I go Instagram first. Yeah. I do Instagram, then I'll do Snapchat, then I'll do Facebook. Facebook's the least that I want to do. It's just people sharing shit. Oh, I'm I do like Instagram, tired. Facebook, then email. And now, then Spotify. That's like my thing too. Spotify's a regular? 
Yeah, for me, because like I either throw on like a playlist while I'm like getting ready, or I'll throw on like a podcast or something to listen like while I'm getting ready for the day. You listen to podcasts while you get ready? Yeah, I like that idea. I listen to it in the car. It'd be like the same thing to listen to it when I get ready too. Um, but mostly, I've been actually changing my my thing to like the stories are the main thing I do. Oh yeah, I it's love like a the hole. stories. It's like a black hole. It, now, what I've noticed about the stories, are you on, you're not even on stories. Do you Facebook He's stories? He's on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Facebook has um, stories. Do you watch the stories? I'm on the book. No, I don't watch stories. Okay. Stories it's, on the gram is, is better than the book. Yeah. It's true. almost the same thing, though. Yeah. It's just, because it's like I the share snap. anything from my Instagram story onto Facebook. Okay. That's how I stay connected to your life. Yes. Like okay. Follow her. I don't do that. I don't know why I don't do it. But the stories, I find, are the best way for me to keep in communication with other people because I literally I'll always chat over the stories. That's Some, true. Something will happen in the story, like someone's like doing something in the snow with their kid, a little snow angel, like, oh, where are you? Right. You know, that's really cool. Where you, yeah, because before we used to just do it on their post. Yes. Yeah. Or we just like, even with like texting and all that kind of stuff, it'd just be like, this is my main form of like texting now. It's on stories or on Snapchat and all that. You're going to get back on that? Yeah. You are going to get back? Yeah. What are you waiting for? Are you still, like, tiptoeing, not wanting to go? Yeah, I'm still tiptoeing. Is it weird coming back to social media? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's weird uh, seeing people's posts, but... It's weird seeing people's posts? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. I just... I I find more people are sharing things, articles that they read and stuff like that. So it's just people sharing news or people sharing garbage and memes. That is true. Like people are starting to share a lot more things that are going on in the world and being more aware of things compared to just vain. Yeah. That's something that I noticed. Um, Interesting. Ironically enough, um, my ex-boyfriend's brother yesterday, he reposted something on his story and it made me actually go onto that person's story to read it because it was a post about like different things that are actually like the best like doctors for your life which is like sunlight you know like exercise and it was just like holistic stuff coming from like a bodybuilder hmm. and he's kind of like a gym junkie so i was surprised that he was actually reposting that nice it's because of people like that that get me informed of things that are going on in the world i don't watch the news yeah i, I hardly watch the news I, either i don't i i will only see the stuff that everybody's sharing i get mine through my google mini What's a Google Mini? It's the same thing as Alexa. So, like, I... Sorry. I shouldn't say her name out loud. <laughs> um, you're right. You might Give turn on. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, she's cool with it. All yeah. Right, so... <laughs> oh, it's like the Google Home. Yeah. So, okay. it, it's just a little mini. And I'll I'll say, like, oh, like, hey, Google. I don't want to say it too loud because my phone's going to... She's, she's a different name. Oh, I know, but my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, if I say like, hey, good morning or whatever, it'll say like, oh, good morning, Big Meech. And it'll just give me like a stream of like news. Really? Yeah. Alexa, good evening. Same to you. Yeah, she's not the same thing. Yeah, she's not that cool. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's, let's pretend it's morning. Alexa, good morning. Good morning. Comic book legend Stan Lee was born on this date in 1922. And his legend lives on through such iconic creations as the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, and of course, Spider-Man. Today, I would like to say one word in his honor. Excelsior. I actually like that feature, that it tells you something that happened on that day. 
Yeah. Let's have a moment of silence for Stanley. Who's Stanley? Dude, you can't even. There was not even a moment. You didn't give a moment. You couldn't even give a moment. I didn't know who he was. He's the guy. He's the guy in like all the Spider Man and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. He created Marvel, right? He was one of the famous like comic book like legends. Alexa, who's Stan Lee? Let's find out while we're here. Stan Lee was an American comic book writer, editor, and publisher who was active from the 1940s to the 2010s. Mm. He rose through the ranks of a family-run business to become Marvel Comics' primary creative leader for two decades, leading its expansion from a small division of the publishing house to a multimedia corporation that dominated the comics industry. There we go. Okay. That's your Stanley. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're one cultured fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, can we curse on this thing? Yeah. Fuck okay. shit. Balls. You're fine. <laughs> you all right. <laughs> We're, we're all having fun here. We're all adults. <laughs> There's going to be adults listening to this. I don't think, I don't think Kyler's going to be listening to this one. But, um, so you back on, you back on Instagram, you back, no, not on Instagram. You getting back on Instagram and back on Snapchat is a move you're going to make soon? Or you want to stay off of it? Because honestly, I think Instagram's honestly the best one out there. Yeah, everybody's on Instagram. And, like, Instagram has everything. It has For Snapchat. Me, more Facebook, but that's just because I keep in touch with a lot more, like, military people on Facebook. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm so attached to it. Okay, I can yeah. see it being more, like, I have the most followers on Facebook, which is sad. I don't have that many followers, like, not many people. I'm not that big. Anyways, yeah. but when it comes to Facebook, Facebook has my biggest audience. Gotcha. And then, but Instagram has my most interactive audience. It's like, it's right. like, the bullshit's kind of cut out, and it's just like, more of my, my friends. Well, gotcha. Snapchat is my really, like, close friends. Okay. And that's the stuff, like, I'll put stuff on Snapchat, I won't put on Instagram. I hardly go on Snapchat anymore. Really? I probably use the Bitmoji app more than anything else. There's an app for Bitmoji? Yeah, where you can like share all those like cute little messages and stuff. Yeah. Like you can just save that and then you could save it to your phone and then send it to whoever. Oh shit. Yeah, that's how everybody's doing it. Like how I sent you the Merry Christmas yeah. Bitmoji. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, Snapchat just has a new, this new feature where you can do your Bitmoji stories. Which is like, it's like a cartoon of your Bitmoji interacting with your friend's Bitmojis. Like, oh, it was weird. Cool. It was just like, it was actually me and Katie in one. And it was like, um, what was it? It was, um, someone sit, I'm sitting on the couch being like, I'm bored doing nothing. Then like, I think like Katie comes in and be like, what are you doing? I'm bored. I'm bored too. Is that why we like each other? And then it's just like, no, we also love chips. And it's like, dude, Bitmoji's eating chips. And I'm like, well, how did how did this thing know that I love chips? <laughs> so I was just like, and she does too. So it's just like, I was, that's funny too, this FBI thing, because it literally what listens to your phone. You know that, right? We got a microphone. It now like pays attention to what we talk about, and it'll tell us what we want to buy. Comes up. We were on a road trip when I did the cross-country trip, and we were talking about this with my other friends, Tony and his brother Chase, mm -hmm. and while we were driving, we started talking about the phones and how they kind of like, listen to what we say. So we started going, we started talking about shoes. Shoes, shoes, like every once in a while, we talk about Timberland or Converse or Adidas. We'd just like talk random stuff right. and say, oh, I just need a pair of shoes. And we just started talking about, and we all started checking, and it started popping the fuck up on Instagram. Wow. Shoes. It's some serious shit, man. It really does pay attention to what the hell you, you say. You think um, there's like an eagle eye, like that movie? Oh, you think there's I something like that? I love that movie. That movie is so good. You haven't seen it? No. Watch it. That one's a good one to watch. That, you ever... Watch it by yourself, though, because you're going to piss somebody off. 
<laughs> or apparently before I got here, they're, they're hanging out at my house, and I get a text message saying, we're watching Bird Box, which, by the way, was an awesome movie. Did you guys like it? I need to rewatch it without Elias. That bad? You yes. couldn't pay attention? Okay. What did no, you think? No, he was so distracting. <clears throat> it was a two-hour and some, some hour But movie. he was so distracting. You don't understand. This is I why he kept asking me questions because he didn't pay attention. Look at him now. He looks... It's like not even you. Look at, look at how tight it is. Calm down. I man. guess I'm taking anxiety. Don't have anxiety. We're just talking here. No, no. I got anxiety during the movie. Oh, okay. Got anxiety during the movie. But I do that. Like, if we're both watching the movie at the same time, yeah. for the first time, mm-hmm. I'll ask you questions. Like, as if you know the answer to it. Yeah, he's like, oh, but like, what does it look like? I'm like, I'm watching the movie at the same time you are for the first time. You know, I'll tell you something about movies. I don't, um, with movies, I can never remember them because I watch them as a different experience. I'm very weird. Like, some scene will be happening and something will happen and with an actor or whatnot. And then I'll sit there in my head while I'm watching it. Sorry. In my head while I'm watching it, I would... (laughs) In my head while I'm watching it, I'm thinking, like, how many takes did that take? Like, do you think they told him to do that thing? Because that looked like it was not planned. Like, That's they went back. So, shit right I think about, like, as a director would think, well, I like almost reverse engineer it, or I look at things and been like, hmm, what did it take for him to learn that? And, like, I'm watching a movie, but all I'm doing is I'm in the back scenes, like, I'm a director, or I'm analyzing and picking it apart. So, when people ask me about the movies, I'm like, I don't even know what the hell just happened, because in my head, I'm just doing all this other stuff. I don't know. Is it just me? You know? I'm fine with that because at least you're not asking questions. But the only <laughs> time I did have that similar experience was with um, uh, A Star is Born. The only, and I thought about I like that. that. I love that movie. Like it that movie by lot, far by is way. in my top three already. I've only seen it once. Really? Yeah. So I thought about it because some of the scenes that he did like in the concert, those are all live like scenes. And I think they did it in one take. I was doing the same thing. I was just like, this, he sounds like a real, but he does that. I think no, he's on yeah. Broadway or something like that. He something used to like do that, something but like all that. the singing is him. Yes. But I remembered before I watched the movie, he was talking about like, yeah, we came and asked permission from whoever was like playing the concert. Like, hey, can we get five minutes of your set? So he, they didn't gather that audience. No, that's something that's that went an in actual, my head. Yeah, that's an actual. That would went in my head. I'd be like, did so, they? Did they? Were those all extras? Did they yeah, pay to so do that's this? An actual say, concert. Everybody, we're having a movie. Come yeah. on, does anybody want to come in, fill in some seats? That's where my head usually is. So that's why I thought about it because I'm like, man, I wonder like what went through his mind when it came to playing that scene because he had to direct it and play it. Oh my god! So all of those are actual concert scenes. That's cool. Wow, and he kills it. Yeah. But I, when I was watching him play the guitar, I'm kind of I kind of play the guitar, so I kind of know a little bit about. It. I'm like, is he really doing it? Because the he way is. that the camera was moving around, it almost made it seem like it was like they weren't showing exactly what he was doing. So right. I don't know if he was really yeah. playing or not. But some pieces he was playing. I know playing. he learned. Like yeah. he oh, actually sure. became an, an artist. An ar- yeah, he's yeah. A, he's definitely for sure an artist. It was, you got to watch the movie, man. It's so good. Well, now I'm going to watch it knowing that there's some live pieces in there. That's cool. Yes. I'm no, the, excited the whole, just it, hearing about it. The whole movie itself, it's like really the good. dynamic of it, it's like you're so jealous of the love that these two people share because it's so violent towards each other, but it's like no matter what happens, they love each other so much that it doesn't matter. And it's like you're almost awesome. jealous of that love. At least for me, that's how I took it. What I liked about it is, again, we're just getting more of a review of what it is, but like... The way that they went on stage and they performed together, yeah. How cool would it be to watch a story like that live happen? Exactly. Like you're you're seeing two people that you know they just fell in love together and then they're like mm-hmm. playing playing music together, 
creating songs. Like they, they mixed that song together. Like she created the song and he ended up playing, like she had the lyrics for it because she used to like sing and stuff in the bar. And he like played the song for her. So she would have an avenue to be able to sing it. And she was scared to do it. And to watch like that transformation from a woman going from like being really scared. And then they started like developing relationship and watching them go on tour and kind of like together perform. Like that'd be, I would so want to see a concert that's like that. For 100%. Yeah. That's what he was saying, too. He was like, only like the front couple rows knew what was kind of going on. Mm-hmm. But everybody in the background knew nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that it was him, like, singing up there. Like, they were just like, who is up there? So, the fact that, like, that whole scene went fluidly yeah. with, like, no issues, I was very impressed by it. How do you know all the back scene stuff? Oh, because I, like, YouTube the fuck out of it. Oh, did you? I'm that obsessed with this movie that really? I wanted to know, like, every single in and out of this movie. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Actually, my buddy, you know Evan. Well, I talk about Evan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. past, my buddy Evan. His sister is his publicist. Huh. Yeah. Really cool. Uh, so, yeah, so she's, like, so she's, like, she, she's a publicist for somebody else, too. You mentioned. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Yeah. So we mentioned that, and then, like, they have all the ins for that. So, like, one time, like, Evan went to, I don't know where it was, maybe New York, but stayed in, like, his how, like his hotel or something that he, like, stays at his apartment or something in right. his bed. I believe that's what happened. Like, he's, like, in Bradley Cooper's place or something. And he met Bradley Cooper. It's just, like, that's kind of a cool experience. He's a cool guy. Nice. Limitless was one of my favorite movies. Did you see that? I did. Um, I haven't seen the show. No, I'm interested I in seeing the show, but the movie I love. The show was good, yeah. too. It was like 21 episodes long. It was oh, one wow. season. I didn't think it was going to be that episodes. long. Okay. I think it was. I, that's what I had in my head. Gotcha. Um, Alexa, how many episodes are in the Limitless series? Hmm. I don't know that one. You stupid bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I have her on here. I call Siri <laughs> stupid bitch. <too. laughs> Siri gets it wrong tough all the time. Crowd, tough crowd. Especially when you do like the speed to text. Yeah. That works like... 30% of the time, it does your whole entire everything. Do you ever use that? Yeah, mine is actually really good. You have Android, though, don't yeah. you? Uh, what, do you what do you say? Hey, hey Google? I would say, hey, Google. Um, no, I just, like, tap the little microphone and just yeah. speak into it. I started now utilizing 100% voice because I have the thing hung up on my phone with my vent. Right. And I'll just say, hey, Siri, and I'll say, text, da-da-da. I should probably do that. That's great. She wants me to talk. She's very obedient. Your message to dad says it. Ready to send it? No. Okay. I won't send it just yet. I'm... No, that's just real. So, anyway, Bumble. I want to talk about Bumble. (laughs) That's what this all started. This is a hell of a segue. So, Bumble is something... Have you met anybody from Bumble yet? Uh, I remember it a while ago, but... Before you said, what about that one girl at the movie theater that you took her on like a movie date? Was that from Bumble? (gasps) No, movie date you talking about? The crazy chick. Yeah, she was. Is that the one where you were like you totally rejected her? Yeah, is that the one you rejected? Yeah, like I can't do it. Freaked out about it. Yeah, she was. She was. She was the uh, the spark plug. She was the one that wouldn't like. uh, She was very fiery. She was very aggressive. Is that the aggressive one? She was. Yes. She she had. uh, I don't know. She was like really into weights and stuff. That was weird in itself. I just, you know, dug a grave and you know, I dug a grave and just put it right back in the grave. But Jesus, this is that why we from... don't like that you just swipe on shit. Like you would want to look swipe at... with a person with a purpose. Like don't well, just well, like blah 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 blah. But like... this is no, but this is what I want to get to. That's what happens. 
Well, okay. here's, well, well, let me explain my analogy and all of it. Okay. On Bumble, you don't run out of swipes. So on Tinder, you'll swipe, and it's like, oh, you ran out of swipes. You wait 12 hours. On Bumble, like you don't Pandora. run out of stuff. So just swipe Get right on hand. everybody, and then the people that you match with, then you decide really... Is that really worth your time? Because I mean, I don't really, I don't even look through the profiles or anything. Just simple like, pictures. I'm driving. Yeah, I saw I'm swiping. Why? Siri swipe. Okay, but I'm here, just but this is the thing but then too. Then why use the app? Like, I'm sorry that I'm asking all these questions. No. I'm not asking because I'm judgy or anything. It's because like I don't use any dating apps. I think if I use dating apps, I'd have a huge issue. Hmm. I already have enough problems as it is. Got it. <laughs> so, but but the reason is like. The, the issue that I have with online dating is the way that it's really ruining the, like, the quality of, a, like, people's, like, like, their expectations for people and relationships are so out of bounds. It's different. Okay, because you have, okay, so you're swiping, right? You're this swiping. is great we're talking about this because that's something. Pay attention yeah. about this because this is something serious. So you're swiping, right, and you link up to somebody. And I've done this because I've met somebody on, t- I've met a few people on Tinder. I only like hung out with maybe two or three of them. It's like because what happens is you link up with them and you talk for a little while because you got to get to a point where you're like, all right, do I want to like go on a date with you and kind of like because a man would usually pay and all that kind of stuff. So as me, I knew I would be paying. So I was just like, all right, do I want to like invest my time, money into this this person? So I'd kind of like just talk to her for a while and blah, blah, blah. And then it ended up, it would just be like phasing out. But on the back end of what I'm doing is I'm still swiping. I'm not stopped on just her. It's not like you, you, you link with someone and then everything else gets shut off until you say no more or, um, or not a connect. You know, because it would be different if you swipe and you said connect and then you're able to talk. And then like it doesn't work, you just hit disconnect. And then you're able to keep swiping because the problem is... It's because you go on a date, or, like, or anybody goes on a date with somebody. Just say you find someone and you go on a date with a girl. Now you guys, have, you guys go out and you guys have a good time, whatever, Starbucks or drinks, whatever you decide to do. And you guys are having a good time. But then like when, you go, when she goes home or when you go home and you're bored, you're still swiping. If something goes wrong in any kind of situation, like, oh, he was kind of, she was kind of like, he didn't have a personality or you start going over that. Then like... All right, let me just try to see if I can find someone else. And then you're swiping someone else. So you're never getting equality of anybody. No one's even trying because I'm not going to be 100% in you. You may not be 100% in me. But like the things that may be lacking, you th- we think that we can just swipe and find it in someone else. So we don't go through that period of like really trying to like connect with somebody. And say, like, okay, if I don't know, let me ask more questions about who you are and figure you out a little bit deeper so I can, like, get to know you more. Because I think that you are such a way. And because I think you're such a way, eh, I may not want to kind of delve into that next. So just, like, how much knowing that you're with somebody or having a date with somebody and they're on the back end just swiping after your date. I used to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's like you don't give it a chance to really see if you're willing to work through that flaw or not. Yeah, there you go. Work through a flaw. Yeah. Because there's flaws in everybody. And when the honeymoon stage obviously starts, like, peeling off, you start seeing, uh, I didn't see that before. You know, you're not fulfilling this anymore. This is, you're not here. So when that happens... You then, if you're in a relationship and you like it, you then start like going into it more, start talking about it, and you start working through it so you can like accept the flaw. Yeah, like for example, like with me and Diego, which is actually what I was saying about when you mm-hmm. were talking about it. Um, if there's ever like some kind of thing that I'm like, eh, I'm not really sure, I can't just swipe. 
You know, and that's what I was thinking about is that I can't swipe on whatever flaw he has or something that he may have said or maybe a certain hobby that I don't like. I can't just swipe on it. But what I can do is be like, all right, well, am I willing to like work through this? Or am I willing to be like, you know what, maybe this is the end. But it, that would be like the reality of swiping or connecting kind of thing. And I think that's the point that you were trying to make, right, Chris? Yes. So I'm starting to see it more and more when people are going on these dates and like still seeing them. on Like I look at a bunch of guys and stuff and what they're doing and how much they're swiping and stuff. But also, too... Girls are doing it just. Girls are doing it just the same. Oh yeah, it's no different. Like we're now becoming. It's weird because women, I believe, are becoming extremely more not only equal but powerful. Like for me, I'm a kind of person that I actually think women should be in power. You really got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Go. Oh, we put the headphones on. There we go. I gotta get three of these guys. So it's just you and I. Yeah. So do you want us to keep talking about this? Add in later, bro. <laughs> So when I start when I started seeing like people are swiping and you're not really ever really getting to know anybody because someone else is just swiping. You're not able to really get to feel anybody. So because of that you're not even able to like work those flaws. With you and Diego, you can't just eh, I don't like what you do. I don't like the way that you you know, you got off the phone the other night. It kinda right. seemed like it was a little like the regular person is just on like Tinder or Bumble, and she's like, yeah, I'm just done with this. Yeah, I'm just not going to talk to that person. She's not going to talk yeah. to him anymore. And it phases out. Or you know how common now people, like, flaking is? Oh, I could imagine. It's it, Like, I have a buddy now, and, it, like, it used to happen to me before I was in a relationship. But, like, hanging out with someone, someone making the plans with you. It goes back to integrity. Here we go. Yes. So, here it is. Someone making the plans with you, and then just like, nah. I'm yeah. just sorry. I got something going on. I'm not even gonna try on this. I'm just gonna cancel the plans. See, I, it's just not working. Yeah. And but like to me, it was just like okay. It was just like I get it, but at the same time, I started getting like I started getting pissed off before. Right. Before like going through all the work we went through landmark and all that, I started getting like really like pissed. Off. I started taking it personal mm. rather than seeing it being like no one adds up to their own work. No one really says things that they mean anymore it's yeah. not like between all of us and you are probably one of the highest level of integrity <laughs> and you know you're, you're you are a woman of your word to the fullest it's almost too much that oh, it's like almost it. you know but it's a blessing and a curse to yeah. most people but when you get <laughs> you almost didn't make Come it out on. the bathroom dude you almost didn't make it out <laughs> welcome back no but with that it was like um I was thinking about how, you know, before, like you were saying, you used to get pissed off. Now I do brush it off because I realize it has to do with the other person and whatever they're thinking about mm -hmm. that caused them to like flake. Um, and in the process, like nowadays, if you think about it, everybody has so many questions as to like, what's going on? What does this text mean? Or what does this like motion so mean? Because everybody is like, so confused on how other people act. It's like nobody knows how to separate an app versus like real life. So now everybody's constantly like breaking everything down to like a minuscule level. They're like, well, what does this mean? Is she going to ghost me? Is she going to flake me? Like what? And, and it's important. And it like that before. It's important. Yeah, perfect. Because it's important because now I'm scared for 
Kyler's generation. Oh my god! Because they grew up only like on text. Yeah. Only, they don't know body language. They don't understand like they're going to know the each other before they even see each other. It's you know insane because you're going to base everything on like emojis. Yeah. And this is how I'm feeling. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not upset. Smiley or their profile face. picture. What oh. they post. Like, it's ridiculous. It gets scary because I don't know how that's going to work. Because already with Bumble and Tinders and shit like that, dating has just got completely fucked. Like, dating sucks. I got off of those real fast because I started seeing that, like, you've got no substance on anybody. You just talk to them for a while. It's all good. And then I phase you out because I'm talking to somebody else that yeah. I think is hotter. Or you have sex and then that's it. Or you have You got the prize and that it's I, all over. I only used Tinder one time for that. There was only one time that I went well, out with a girl on Tinder. For that. That's what it's known yeah. for. I really was like, I'm going to find the woman of my fucking dreams right now because I can't, because I don't want to go to no bar and pick her up. I'll just swipe her and pick her up. I fucking found her. And... It was literally in a day, in the night, I took her out, and she just went just. Long story short, I took her out, and she we, we hooked up the first night. And I'm like, oh, and that's what Tinder's for. Yeah. I get it. Because it was just so easy, and it's, you got to understand, you swipe based on, well, you don't even swipe based on anything. You swiped 37 girls, and you don't even know what they look like. You're like yeah. playing Bumble Roulette. There it is, pretty yeah. much. I, I need the attention. You got all the attention right here. What I know. Do you need, dude? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate that. <laughs> this is great, actually, that we're touching up on the subject because I was thinking Go. into a little bit today. I was I was asking myself some questions, and the reason why I end up pursuing women online versus in person is through a situation that happened to me in my freshman year where I got embarrassed. You know, so. To make it kind of long story short here, I see how if I'm pursuing somebody online, the rejection is, there's a less of a risk of me being rejected and embarrassed than it is in person. And even with that girl that I like from church, mm. I didn't want to pursue her online because it'd be easier for me to just pursue her online. So rather, I'm like, I could find her. She has an Instagram. I could find it, whatever. But it'd just be much easier for me to take the less risk route. I don't want to do that. So what I find is that I find myself pursuing women online rather than in person because of the rejection factor, the embarrassment, looking stupid, whatever it is. I just discovered this today. So is it, is it worth, sorry to cut you off, but like, is it worth doing that knowing that you haven't produced the result you want? No, it's not worth it. I think even my intention on the, on the app itself, I don't have any intention to like find a relationship or even, or to even like have sex with anybody. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, I like you flirting. want it, but you want mm. a relationship, though. Yeah, so but I like saying. flirting with multiple yeah. girls. It's fun. Okay. I, I do like that. I like testing the waters, but ultimately, yes, I do want a relationship. But do I want a relationship where I did it on a on a basis where it was less risk for me? It was easier to do, or something where I really put my heart out and put everything out on the line to get like totally crushed. You know, for that's a that's a jump that most aren't willing to take. I know for for sure. Before I got my relationship, I was the same way. I didn't want. I wanted that surface area. I would only get involved with women that I know were safe. Mm-hmm. Either they, I can't be with them for some whatever force of nature. You know, kind of like the the Montagues and the Capulets, and I can't because of something, or if it's like a situation where because of the relationship that we are as human beings, I can't be with you. 
Right. Like situations like that. Or <laughs> essentially like even women with boyfriends, you know, it'd be like, I can't be with you. So it's fun this way because at any given time I could say, this isn't right anyway. I got to go. So I always had an escape route because I was scared of rejection too. So someone wouldn't come to me that's available because whatever I'm putting out there, whatever vibe that I'm putting out there and picking and someone's picking up my Wi-Fi, it basically says like, I'm not ready for commitment. So come to me. <laughs> basically, if you are ready for commitment, come to me because you're not someone that I want. So we can cause like a, so I can basically hopefully learn my lesson through you by understanding that like, I can't be doing that if I want a relationship. It doesn't add up. So like you, you want a relationship, but like it's hard to find that kind of equality on a Bumble, Bumble Tinder because you don't get deep. Yeah. Because you can at any given moment just be ghosted and just say sorry and just like don't even get a text back. Like you can't get far unless you go right to Tinder and say, just can we meet? Just like you look, I'm really interested in your look. You you said like six words or like three sentences on Tinder that may have sound either funny or cute. Maybe I'm interested just based on physical attraction. Can we like just like get together in person and just see if we if we match up? If we don't, we don't. It's hard to get to that because what is the expectation of a woman on Tinder? I know you never did it, right? So I can't even ask you yeah, for that. No. So I don't even know. But I've known that women now have made a shift into being more powerful and actually acting like a guy. It's very common now for me to see women be more like players in the game than men are. It's very weird. Like I started seeing in my player years where I was single, I started seeing women be like really like, holy shit, you're kind of acting like a man here. Like the way that you're acting, the what you want, you know, your needs, all that kind of stuff. It's more like a man's kind of trait. And it's just like, that's why I just started. I, I stopped with all this like, I don't know, it just didn't get surfaced for me. And I didn't like that because I wanted, but I like you wanted to chase. I love flirting and I'm good at it. Yeah. So I just love to get to that level where I knew it couldn't go any further and then just cut the brakes, you know, and just well, not cut One. the brakes, but like hit the brakes and just cut the cord and be done and move on by trying to be a good guy though. I'd be, some people classify me that know me very well. You're like a really nice dick. <laughs> Wait, hey, I don't want to say it like that. No. But like you're really, you're a really nice dick. You're <laughs> a really nice dick. But you're like a nice asshole. You know, you're kind of a dick in the way that you, you kind of do things. You kind of like use women sometimes. You kind of like think of it some way. You kind of like, you know, manipulate them in a sense. That's what I did. So, but like you do it in a nice way. Yeah. So they're not so hurt at the end. But you still deliver that message that doesn't clear your like what I really wanted to be deep down. I wasn't in alignment with that. And then it literally took, okay, we'll kind of segue into how we know we all of each other. It literally took landmark. For me to see exactly who I was, and I remember that exact, I remember that exact moment when I started discovering like who I was, who I was in Landmark, and it was between it was between the 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 seminar and the second class, <laughs> and I started really started seeing like oh this is who I really am, this is what I'm really doing, but then I'm complaining about everything that's going on, but I'm acting in such a way that delivers that kind of result, but I don't see it. I'm like, you can't see the picture until you're in, when you're in the frame. Until I really got self-aware of how I was by really being honest with myself, then I started seeing like, I can't act this way with women because I'm really not, I'm not being the man that I want to be for that woman. And that's one conversation we used to have that one day. Mm -hmm. It was like, who do you need to be for a relationship? And if you want to be that way, you got to start acting ways of doing that. And you can't be 
and you can't get that way by being out of alignment and doing things that don't work. Yeah, 100%. So. I can definitely attest to that, especially, like, um... I like that word, attest. You like all bring, the words we're I can them all spit in out, here today, Okay, you throw in some words if you want. We'll look them up later. You want to no, even say? No, he, he's always like picking up some words that I like give him throughout the day. He's just like, man, I like that word. Can you say it again? Just like, <laughs> say it again to me in Spanish, please. <laughs> I was like, is this what other dudes go through on the phone with me? Like, shit, man. Um, no, but definitely like, especially with me starting, like, you know, talking to somebody serious and actually looking at myself in a relationship, actually something that. I can for sure see it's going to be something, like, huge. Um, my coach won't stop talking about it either. He's like, I'm not going to get my hopes up right now because I can see it. Mm. Um, you it's know. different than the other times, and I'll interject because I've known several other times that were kind of the same, but it seems different in this one. You talk yeah. about this current one differently for than sure. you have in the past. Yes, sure. um, because the guy before Diego... I had finally opened myself up to like, you know, I want to be in a relationship, like I'm going to do this. And then when I allowed myself to either be crushed or whatever, just allowed myself to be vulnerable. And then I ended up being okay with the outcome. I was like, oh, so this is what life is like, you know, when you just like throw your hat over the wall, mm. not knowing what's on the other side. Mm. So now with this relationship, I was like, you know, whatever, like I'm going to let it come however it wants to come to me. And ironically enough, it's like, I had the same story that he had of me where I was like, I don't think I'd like deserve you because you were like super nice. Like mm. you're, you're this whole different ball game yeah. I've never played before, wow. you know? And with him, he was like, I'm in disbelief because I don't feel that like, I'm like worthy of you. Wow. I'm like, what? Cool, right? <laughs> is. Like you know? And in the past I would have been like, oh, it's such an ego boost. Like, of course, cool. like I'm too of course. Fucking- I'm like, I'm I'm too fucking hot for you. Like, I get it. Yeah, got it. And this time around, I was like, no, like, don't think that. Like, I was just so, like, I was a little butthurt about it because I'm like, damn, you know, like, I hope I'm not doing something to make him feel that way. Mm -hmm. But I noticed I'm so much more aware of his feelings and vice versa. He's the same way where it's like, um, like, for example, today he asked me, like, hey, is it okay if my, my girl best friend who's coming from San Francisco is it okay if she crashes, like, at my house for the next couple of days? I would have never asked that shit if I was in his shoes because it's my best friend. Mm. Like, who the fuck am I, you know, to be like, yeah, I'm going to go ask this chick that I'm talking to. Like, is it okay? Like, no. You know, and I had no problems with it. See, and that's the important part there is because you have to, I think, in a relationship, be so secure and comfortable to be able to say anything. You know, like like that. That, that is something that most men... Or even people, I wouldn't oh, say course. men. Most people would lie about, call it a white light, or either, either not let it happen and kind of compromise the relationship and what they really want to do. Like you know, yeah. they can have resentment for that. Like I would love they for you to stay. They would create something. I weird. would love for you to stay here, but like my girlfriend, I don't want to. My girlfriend's like she'd yeah. probably be bad. With I'm in a relationship. I probably shouldn't do this. Meanwhile, they never ask the other person. They never ask. Yeah. So they would create this whole story in their head. It would manifest into something, and they would hold that resentment for whatever long, mm-hmm. and then it would come out in like weird, freaking areas that you were like, "Whoa, where'd that you come know out?" What would happen? The best friend would be like. I don't like your girlfriend because she doesn't like the fact that I was going to stay. And meanwhile, I had nothing to do with it. 100%. People don't feel comfortable to just be able to talk and say, like, listen, hey, this is going on. Or even, like, I'm feeling. This happened in my relationship, too. 
it's like like I've learned communication to be the most valuable thing that a relationship could offer. Oh, 100%. In, in anything, in in sexual, in in intimacy, in relationship, just in friends, family. If you can communicate with someone and be completely comfortable with what you're saying to them and the, and knowing that they can understand it and take it in such a way, I think it advances the relationship and relationship in, in, in so many different ways because it gets rid of that fear. I think so much shit in previous relationships with the fear like, oh, can I do this? Oh, I got to right. lie. And then you start the little stupid lies like that. Mm-hmm. Like I won't tell her maybe. She'll never know. She's going to like a podcast tonight. So she won't know she's going home late, all that kind of stuff. She'll never right. know. Just well, don't say anything. And already right there, you started developing a lie. Yeah. And now in a relationship, you're, you're, you then your standard is I can bend the rules a little bit right. just as long as she doesn't find out. What she doesn't know don't hurt me. But then that, that what now what kind of relationship are you in? Are you in a relationship to substance? Are you in a relationship that really cares and cultivates some kind of like comfort? And in my relationship that I say that I have with Katie, it's very much it lists any single thing that you have that slightly feels off, say it. It doesn't matter. And once you start doing the little tiny things, like, hey, like the other day when you got off the phone with me, it sounded like you were a little agitated. Like, is that something I just want to say that just like something just came to me like that? I just want to talk to you about it. And then you have that conversation and go, no, like, listen, because it, my, my curling iron was on, um, the dog was barking, all this kind of stuff was happening outside, and I just had to get off the phone. I was so, I uh, just had to get off because I didn't want to take it out on you. Right. She goes, okay, what kind of story could I have made there? Oh, my God. If I just didn't yeah. feel okay with just saying what was real. Hey, this is just what I felt. It's not your, it's not your problem. It's, you know, nothing you did wrong, but this is just how I felt. Let's talk it through it so I can understand. She does the same thing to me. And now I don't feel, I feel like anything I could say can be voiced together. So I feel very powerful in that sense as a unit for us to be able to get through anything. And I think that's such a step up from what I've ever been in my relationships because I've lied, because I've cheated, because I've done all that stuff. And I've hurt knowing that it hurts. And just like, I've been hurt because it happened to me. But it just, like, there's something about what happened in our work when we went to Landmark and we started figuring a lot of stuff out, discovering who you really are, being honest and vulnerable and, and real with yourself. Once we started learning that practice, I think together as a unit, that's why we're so close. There's something that we've gained out of our relationship through Landmark that really made oh, us extremely close. It started with you. As soon as you went up there and, and you started talking in that moment that you said that you have this like that you have this this issue, you have this addiction to pornography. I was right there. I'm like, yo, bro, I got you. I know exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'm I'll you. never forget when you got up there because you were wearing a black hoodie. Like I will never forget when you did that he because was so that- scared that turned like an entire thing for me because I was sitting on the forum and I was like, oh, this is what like my ex was talking about, that people get up and share some real life shit. He was the first person I actually really connected with. And I was like, oh my God, like this is real, you know? And I was like, yo, he's brave as fuck. Like, go ahead. Like, I was not willing to do that until my last day. But I was just like livid at that point. I was like, Man, why am I like not getting up there and like saying something? <laughs> you know, right. like I was like, what the I heck? Had it, I had to do it that <laughs> night. I had to do it that night. I think it was that same night, or was it the next night? I think I, no, it was no. the same night after the break because you and yeah, I connected I, on I, the boat, Facebook, and yeah, that's what it, Okay. So and then it was after the break we went back. I had to share next because I'm like because <laughs> you inspired me to do so because when you went up there like you were real as you were yeah. crying. You cried up there, yeah. and as soon as you cried, I connected too because you also originally also talked about your brother. Before that, and I kind of connected with you when you talk about your brother. I'm like, I kind of have a very similar like experience with my brother, 
what you were saying. And then you went up there again. Because you share, like, you, every single time is raising his mm-hmm. freaking hand. I'm like, this, this little showboat. Between you and Sam, I was like, I don't know who's going to win, man. I, 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 I like the microphone, but I didn't, I didn't really plan to share about the pornography thing in front of everybody. What happened was I was sitting next to Haley next to me, and when the forum leader had asked, share with the person next to you something you're most afraid of, and she said, go, I, I didn't Haley. make any, yeah. yeah, I didn't make any excuse to say, okay, I'm going to buy myself out of this. I told her everything, she was just like, if you shared what, with me up there in that microphone with everybody else, like, like you'd help out a lot of people. Yeah. So that's when I was like, well, I'm going to share then, because maybe somebody else they're dealing with it, you know, I, I want them to feel like it's okay, whatever. And then, and then you came up to me, you're like, dude, I didn't even know I yeah, had an addiction Yeah, now I'm sitting with the two best yeah, like, ever in terms of again, pornography. Dude, ridiculous. I was single for five years, man. I get it, okay? I get it, <laughs> you know? But, but as soon as he said that, I'm like, not only was I just inspired by your authenticity, that's the first person, like, first time I can, like, in that, in that forum that we had, it was the first time that I actually saw somebody, because you shared several times, and I saw someone go from like extremely vulnerable. And I started to see the power in sharing. And just like you said, as soon as someone started sharing, that's when it came. And as soon as you did that, when we went on break, I then started having a realization through all of what was going on. I started like, I'm an unaccepting father. When I started going through my thing, I started thinking about like, oh, the way that like I feel my childhood was. I feel like my dad's never really like connecting with me, all that, like I'm doing the same thing to my son. Like, I feel like I'm pushing him away for who he is when all I want him to do is just be him. But it's I don't, like you did that with your brother. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Same thing. And as soon as I started saying that, like, once you started sharing, and there's something so powerful in really just being honest, open, vulnerable, and share with someone. There was another time that you and I, like, me and you have had countless conversations. And, like, I can probably, like, attest to our... To your, 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 like, your participation and your role in my life to being a very big connector and pivot point for me really kind of shedding some layers off of who I, who I was scared I was. Like, if it wasn't for that one conversation we had, we started being like, well, when I was a kid, dude, I did this. And this thing happened to me. And, like, it was the most, it was the most darkest thing that I have to, you know, in me to ever want to share with somebody. And I shared with you. I felt so comfortable with everything we were going over, that I feel so comfortable that I had to say it to you. And as soon as I said it to you, you then, as soon as I said it to you, you then like said, oh, I had a very similar experience. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, also I had X, Y, and Z. And then you're like, dude, I had that too, but mine was like this. And it's just, we went back and forth for like two hours and we shared some really serious things. I've never told anybody in 33 years of my existence I never told anybody. Yeah. And still, like, but then that opened me up to for when you, when I told you what I what I had in my life and the things that I was scared about and the things I feared and who was I was ashamed about. When I told you that, you immediately just accepted me. And that was the most powerful part. Because then I felt safe to say everything I was scared to say. Yeah. Same things that she was just saying when he was just like, oh, well, I feel like I can have a conversation with someone and with, with the person I'm with. And I feel like as soon as I can be vulnerable, I feel safe being vulnerable. And at that very point, when you feel safe being vulnerable, then you know it's okay to be vulnerable. And then it opens up so many doors of trust. And the substance in your life, in the substance between who you are with that person and who's and even who you grow to be, 
just expands on a whole different level. It's one of the biggest, biggest impacts that I've had in my life happen have become because I just felt safe with you to share. And I think that's what's so important about Landmark. It's Landmark, okay, we kind of got away from what Landmark is, but basically Landmark is a self-development school, organization, self-development program that goes through a series of methodologies that basically help strip all the things in your life. It's just a <laughs> little distraction. Yeah. Hell of a distraction. But it strips all the things in your life that you've accumulated over the years from childhood, from a stupid thing that's happened when you were like five or six years old, and you create this story and you build these walls, and you, then you, you become very fearful and you become very scared in life, and you just you, you, you don't identify with who you really are anymore because you create this persona. Like this is for my case. I created this persona of perfection because I was just so scared of who I was. I wanted everybody to avoid who I really was. Don't see what's real. Smoke and mirrors. This is who I really am. I'm perfect. When in the back scenes of things, like shit was really popping off. Like I had some real issues inside of me. Read my live journal. I'm sure. I don't know if you guys ever, you read my live journal of what I used to write down like a blog when I was in high school. You would think I need freaking help, man. Dude, I, I didn't even know this existed. You Send didn't know the this? link. Yeah. yeah. I did this. I did this. You we know? can even do it. We can even do it for fun. We can put it on here and I'll show you. But I used to write stuff that was like me as an emo kid. Talking I about, think you showed me some stuff, maybe right? I showed you yeah, maybe I did. A, I did it on a podcast one time with Wendy. I did it with my friends. I I went right online. I did livejournal.com/slash/user/slash/brokenimage, and I looked at the post that I made in 2005. Who I was at 2005? You guys would be like, "Who? That's not that has nothing <laughs> to do with, dude." It's like you read my, Wait, you read my emo. No way. I was emo. Ass. I can see that. No, really? I was emo as fuck. Yeah, the stars will cry the darkest tears of the night's delight. Like, I would just say the weirdest <laughs> shit. Like, I was so, I was not only emo, but I was seriously disturbed. Like, you would look at me now, if I was in high school now, and with everything that's going on, you'd be like, yo, guys, someone give that kid a hug. Yeah. You know, look He's at this kid. Like, how come no like one shooting. reported me at that point? Because, like, I was saying some shit, like... That I was like, you can tell, like, I really wanted attention. I only wanted was somebody to love me and care right. for me and just, you know, be there for me. But I would say, like, um, just to kind of like... Eli, I'll take another one of those, man. Just Is there like another one in there? Just shorten up, like, Do what you, you said. That was, you did that originally? Thank you, bud. Sorry. That's so, con like, oh my god. It's distracting, yeah, isn't it? Distracting. Yeah, that's why I told you to turn off your phones. It gets distracting when you break this shit. Um, so anyways, just to, like, shorten up what you said about Landmark. He's gonna go to again? again. He's like a fucking congressman. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I mean, besides everything that you said, which is actually like it's frozen. My beard's frozen. <laughs> Jesus good, Christ. It's a good point. It's just that it's not necessarily about like stripping everything down, but it's like whatever you want in life, whatever it is that you want to create. Like you know how everybody's like, where do you see yourself in like five, ten years, whatever? It really helps you get there because. It'll get down to all of, like, whatever stops you from achieving that. Whether you know what that is or not, like, it could be a very happy thing that you want to achieve in life, whether it's career-wise, family-wise, whatever. Long story short, it'll get you there. You just got to take the coaching on it. That's the hardest part, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. To really, to, like, when you listen to somebody 100%. and say, you need to do, do X, Y, and Z, and you're just, fuck you, I'm not yeah, doing Yeah, you're like, no, you? no, 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 I'll do, I'll do ABC, exactly. because fuck your ABC. Fuck your XYZ. Yeah, and I realized, especially through the Introduction Leaders program, that 
it's literally what they say. Like, if you take the freaking coaching, everything's so easy. What, what, at that point, because the self-expression and leadership program was the program that I would really... Yeah, I that, think we all blossomed. Like, we blossomed, blossomed so much great, in that great program. Great word for that. I think for the sure. self-expression leadership did for me. And that was, I had my, I had my coaching that I took that completely stripped away oh, uh, yeah. many things. What was yours? Because that was a hard thing because I knew you had some struggles in that class yes. because I think it was right there to be like, just break through this. Yeah. Break. We all I, saw I was, you did. I was up against that wall so much with my dad um, because that was like the one program that I did a home introduction you know, yeah. and he had like World War Three on my ass about it. What's a home introduction then? Like create that oh, a little yeah, bit just so they can understand? Yeah. So a home introduction is basically an introduction to the landmark form, but you can have it in the space of your own home or somebody else's house, but yeah. it makes it more of a personal like home vibe. Instead of you having to drive to either like Fort Lauderdale or wherever there's a center near you, you can just have it in the comfort of the nearest location to you. Yeah. Um... So you're still going to get the same exact information that you would get at a center, but it's just more catered to you. Got it. Um, and when I did my home introduction, I was sitting on my couch, you know, flip-flops, whatever, like totally like super calm and chill. Um, and yeah, it was like in the self-expression leadership program, oh my God, like the biggest struggle for me was just finally taking the step to like just talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and actually talk about stuff that had nothing to do with just like sports and the weather, like all of that surface level bullshit. I was like, no, let me actually get to know this guy. And every time I thought about <coughs> making that conversation, I was like, no, no, no. I would like there was a story in my head that I was like, no, I'd like that's not going to happen. This is how this is going to play out if you do that. So week after week, I just constantly just never had the conversation. But yet I would still complain about it, which was hilarious. I would still complain. I was like, oh, I'm not producing the results that I want with my dad. And then my coach would be like, God bless his soul. He's one of my good friends now. But it's like, he's like, well, you're not doing shit about it. Like, you're literally listening to whatever little voice is in your head that's telling you this is how it's going to go. And guess what? It goes the way you said it's going to go. Wow. That's so And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So that was like the biggest struggle for me. But looking back at it now, it's like to really understand that it's not just about me. It's also about just really accepting the other person and not changing them. Mm. That's really transformed our relationship now to where we can have conversations for five minutes or one minute on the phone, but it's not angry anymore. That's I great. love that. That's yeah. great. You know, it was like, like, it was funny when, like, the coaching for me, like, every week, my coach, Ashley, she kept on saying, go do, go say what you need to say. Cause like things would get in my way, like schedule wise. And mm. I would have to speak to Mary. You and the schedule, man. I have, I have a hard problem with the schedule guys. <laughs> On my time, I, I say what goes on. But when, when, when I had to inter, when I had to interact anything on my list to Mary, Kyler's mom, um, I, I, I like totally avoided it. So it's like, okay, so would you, so you had on your list today that you had on your list this week that you're going to do X, Y, and Z. And one was to talk to Mary. Did you do that? No. No, I, like, I tried to text, and she just didn't answer. And it's like, like, text is not a form of communication. Like, we well, definitely got that. Yeah, 100%. It doesn't work. <laughs> but it wasn't until she forced me, and she literally said, no, this week, don't, why isn't Mary right here on this top of this list right here? I go, oh, I Or know. your weekly action plan. No, my weekly action plan. Like, what we're supposed to do on a weekly basis, and you're supposed to do X, Y, and Z, and you say you're going to do this, this, and this. But I didn't put Mary on there at all. And she's like, I want Mary at the top. Yep, I want Mary at the top. 
I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah, okay. So I started doing that. And, I started, and then I ended up having like one of my first like breakthrough conversations with Mary. And that was the start of like, I would literally told her like, I'm scared of you. I told Mary, like, I'm scared of who you are. Like, I'm scared that I have to say anything because the occurring of you to me is that like, you're just going to yell at me. You're just going to like, you know, do something, you know, use leverage or try to find a way to like shake my pockets, get money out of me. Like, I had these <laughs> weird things about Mary. And then she's like, you don't have to be scared of me. Like so she said, I mean, you don't have to be scared of me. And like, but what that I created in my head has manifested into something that was so beyond what it really is that I created this whole story of who she was. And it's not even who she was. She didn't have to change a thing about her. And just by me changing the way that she occurs to me, everything changed. And now we have one of the most beautiful, like she's coming over tomorrow for a party. Like her and her husband. Yeah, your guys' just relationship like, awesome. is it's crazy. very similar to how like me and my ex-husband is. There you go. And you were like, there's no way I'm going to get there. Oh, fucking I remember right. that Who shit are you? too. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, he used to be like, wait, your ex-husband like told you about Landmark and brought you like here? And I'm like, yeah. Like he's one of my best friends. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like that's not going to happen I didn't believe her. I thought she was lying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was like, how, that, no, no, no. This like are, are you guys like actually, no. Mm-mm. Yep. I didn't believe her. But it happens just because I thought I was fucking scared. Like you thinking you're scared of rejection. That's what I was all scared for. The whole thing had to be like, am I scared of rejection to say something that I want to request something that I need? And she just reject me and say no. But when you just have a conversation and just jump, you I like I realize like what flourished out of it. What if I didn't do that? Dude, I have one of the most because of my relationship with Mary. It's one of the most beautiful things in my life to this point, ever, because it broke the cycle to everything that ever happened in my life. It's like my life's karma to look at like the way that I was raised with my mom and my dad and, you know, like how my mom left and I never thought love, I thought love would always leave me and I was so scared. It's like it would always keep coming back and it came back in a different pair of pants, but I was just married at this point. And my main goal was to make sure that Kyler didn't grow up. The way that I grew up in like a broken home where he doesn't know if his parents even love him and where he is. Do the parents even care about his, or themselves, like each other? Like none of that. They didn't talk. So I just thought it was just like love was just like, okay, well, you can just fight and be distant and you don't have to really even, you know, you don't have to even try. Like, like what is love? I lost the sense of love because of the way I grew up. I don't know what it was. But then seeing it through Kyler, I gained it through Kyler. And then seeing that, like, Kyler now looks at love and parents and, like, being in a family different. My family's not close. We don't, we barely hang out. We don't get along. We all, like, one fucking member of the family is mad at the next member of the family. Like, they don't care about each other. Like, it's just, like, very few people. We all just give up. Fuck it. Can't fix them. Can't do anything about it. And just separate. Me and Mary don't have that. Kyler grows up in a world where his parents are separated and his mom's married and his, and his dad's in a relationship and everybody likes everybody. We're all a family. That's cool. Yeah. We go over for parties. Like that's what he thinks of love. That's so cool. Love it's is crazy to see how seeing you a year ago mm. talking about how like the relationship was with you and Kyler seeing what it is now. It's crazy to think that it's only been a year. 
Oh my god, dude! And guys, to be involved that? in that, I was just we're like, one oh year my in, god, guys. yes, we're one year. In. We're it's over crazy. Even. This is our year, like friendship anniversary. Basically, yes. dude, this is just over a year because we started in November. Well, no, we started December first. Yeah. Oh, is that when the first it was? Oh, okay, it was December first, the forum. But all of us didn't become an actual tripod until the advanced course. That's true. At the end of January. This is it, guys. Happy anniversary. Yeah, we were in the middle of our like seminar at that time too. That's when we, yeah, that's when we started yeah. starting some stuff. Yeah, it was in the seminar. Because at first I was like, you guys are just annoying shit. Yeah, she hated us, too, because we were just showboats, and she couldn't take the fact well, that. Well, you guys just never got off the fucking mic. I was like, yo, no fucking like, sit the hate. fuck down. No. See, well, <laughs> well, well, for a context here, when I seen you get on the mic, <clears throat> I'm like, who's this douchebag? But that's what I'm saying, though. You guys were competing against each other, <laughs> and therefore, than you, bitch. there's like other people that need to get on the mic too and you guys are just like always sitting in front of the mic hey i wanted to get some fucking breakthroughs i was like okay. exactly I'm waiting for it. i wanted to i wanted yeah. to get some breakthroughs so then the times that i got up of course i look like this freaking angry like bitch dude i so remember that day when you got up and you're talking about the bicycle thing you were just like so <laughs> mean and then to now who you are now is just totally she- phenomenal <laughs> and I, I i do want to touch on on when you talk about your your this guy that you're seeing Diego mm-hmm. like I'm so it lights me up and says inside to see you light up when you talk about him mm. like I think that's so awesome man I light up yeah, yeah girl. you are now 100%. Oh, <laughs> I'm you just tipsy now? guys <laughs> yeah we're we're for sure getting a little more tipsy yeah. um these things are just flowing I don't think I was gonna be at I don't think I was gonna have this month <laughs> shit might get weird no but I really do and it's like I'm actually at a place now where it's like, whether this lasts or not, to actually have that feeling of it's okay, no matter what happens. It's great. And I don't need to know every logistical detail of this relationship. It feels so good. That's cool. Like, I don't don't have to notice shit. Like, I don't have to think about, oh, well, you know, if he doesn't call me back, like, what does that mean? He just doesn't fucking call me back. That's it. How fucking awesome! It's it's the one. It's it's just like because I can essentially from your from your point of view, it's like because we both jumped. You yeah. Know? We just we realized it's okay. So it's like we're just looking at lives, being like he's up there on a cliff looking down, and there's like clouds, right? <laughs> and he's up there on the cliff, and he's looking down. And he's just like I don't know if the fucking jump, but we're calling up, being like it's okay. You're gonna be <laughs> yeah. fine. And we're just like saying it's just like, fucking jump. There's a net of love to catch you. Just jump. It, but, but we but, can't tell you that. But how yeah. scared you are at that ledge, dude? We were we were just saying we we're just there. This is what we spent a year trying to uncover. It's just like just fucking jump. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You'll learn to fly. It doesn't. You know, no matter what, you're not gonna. If you hit the, if you hit, you hit. Whatever. But you're just gonna recoup because you just you can then recalibrate, pitch the sail, and then just go where you need to go. Yeah. But then you realize another way to not do it. But then, but don't take it personally. Like, okay, now I got to repeat the cycle. No, bullshit. Right. This is just not okay. It's just like it's corkscrew. It's just, well, hey, I got to just try something a little bit different. Maybe what I was doing, but that might be you being a different kind of person. You know, and it could very much be it. I mean, you can, you have, you have some fucking willpower. Like, you have something in you where if you put your mind to it, you're gonna do it. You stopped social media for ninety four days. Was that no, at no. the same time? Social media was seven and a half months. Yeah, seven and a half months. was masturbation. He stopped. Yeah. Okay, I'll Porn. put this up. Porn. Yeah. He stopped Porn. touching himself you can for say nine. 
I'll say, well, masturbation just sounds. I don't like it, that it word. Does. I, don't I see really that word. wish we could have like video recorded this whole thing. It would have been so great. <laughs> <laughs> so he stopped. He stopped masturbation for ninety four days. <laughs> I haven't done ninety four days since I was five years old. I give it to you, man, because I'm not like a huge like masturbator but like i gotta have it at least like maybe i don't know once a week once right? a month something you got you gotta reset you gotta clean things out you gotta like reset yeah. the pipes you gotta do a 94 days it's insane the amount of willpower that comes from that is i'm i'm curious to know what it's like for nine like, dude if you told me right now just try to do it for 10 days if you told if you asked me that now i, I don't know it's hard bro I well, well, I remember when we had conversations prior to, and I was like, all right, let's just not do it for like six days. You and I, we had yeah. this conversation before. And then you'd ask me, like, so how's it going for you? I'm like, it's like third day. And I'm like, dude, I masturbated like three times. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. I remember that. Oh, my thing. God. Yeah, like, like uh, sometimes, <clears throat> no, I, I I was the type of person where I'd, I'd watch porn or masturbate like two to three times a day yeah and then to to go from two to three times a day to not at all for 94 days was like it was awesome and then i bought back into the bait that i thought i like uh -huh. i was like well you know 94 days like i bought back into the bait and Sucked me back in after ninety four. But when when he started telling me, he's like, "Dude, like I remember shit better. Like I'm clear. Oh, I man. feel like yeah." You I just had a conversation with him, and he was just like, "I'm just looking at things like so yeah. differently now." I yeah. can get that, man, because like literally, like you can be controlled, and you would know because you are you're like a fucking chronic masturbator. Three times in a day, you're savage. You used to do that to nothing. So at what point did it get for you to be like, "Oh, I can fucking keep going." I haven't had sex since, since October 23rd of last year. Wait, I'm sorry. Like, Whoa. what? Whoa. Yeah. I haven't That's had, like women's status. I haven't had Women do that shit. They keep tallies. I know. Fuck women. that. I don't know. <laughs> there's girls that, in, my, in, my, yeah, in no. my way of thinking, there's women that say that shit. Good for you. And you try really fucking hard, but I give it to you. I really want to, <laughs> I, I, I really want to, um, <laughs> like, save the sex until I find her. Good wow, dude, awesome. I, I give it to you. And I did not know that. Yeah, it's 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 really wait, hard, wait, and I think that's why the masturbation kind of like succeeds more than it should, because I'm a sex fanatic in my past relationship, and we'd have sex three four times a day. Mm. Fuck, I loved it. Mm. You can go three times with masturbating. I can see him doing that. But um, I've once I did three times once masturbating on like a sick day. I had a sick day at like school or no, it was work. I just had a day while I was off. I, I hit it like three times. I mean, up. I've had sex like pretty much all day. I feel really now embarrassed now that I just said I'd have three. And you're having sex and I'm using. Well, I shouldn't tell you then. What oh, what's your record? <laughs> you should don't work now. <laughs> you gotta give this shit a break. You guys make me feel so much better about myself. So you don't? Get around a couple of guys. Because, was, yo, I was beating myself up this year when I like did a recap of my year. I've never dated so much than I have this year. Oh my God. I couldn't you stand did, enough. Yeah. I couldn't keep track. I only started, I know. I, I couldn't keep track either. I know. Like, okay, this is this guy. He's related to here. Yeah, to get a map. Part. 
This is this is Tampa. This is Orlando. Yeah, this, this is this, this is San Diego. Like you legit had to get a map God, for me this like year. she went fucking crazy. Yeah. But she was on my shit way back when. She was on my shit because of what the fuck I was doing and the shit that I was I was I was yeah. playing some I was playing, and she was on my shit. But she but I had different into... hoes in different area codes. Like it was <laughs> it was fucking bad. Sorry, that laugh. Listen, Jesus like... Christ, they're blow speakers. <laughs> they're fucking like lasses. I I did like a whole year of review for myself in my head and i was like i've never dated this many people in my life it took a lot though. like in a year but you started stripping away things you started learning more and yes more. and i learned so much about each and every like version of myself mm. um i always took something away um some of them fucking were a waste of my time and then others it was just like Oh, so this is the way that I was being that caused that result. What was probably the crucial? Okay, because you're talking, you're talking women right now. What's probably what was probably the most crucial thing in in your experience of things? So let's just say people don't go through fucking landmark because landmark is a thing that we've been in for a whole year. Basically, and you're still in. Me and Eli dropped out. I will say that I dropped out. We I both dropped true. out in the middle you, of the you last withdrew. quarter. Withdrew, withdrew. Okay, so but she's still in it and she's doing fabulous and she and she's like gaining more and more every single day. So like I, I love it she, that she's still in. It. I, I do love it. <laughs> I do. I'm <laughs> glad that someone made it. Like I miss this. I miss our community. I miss what we had together. Yeah, I miss it, seeing each other all the time. Since I've seen you. I know it's really been a long time yeah. since I've even seen you. We talk every once in a while. Me and Liz probably talk a little bit more than that, but I still never seen either one of you right. since. So, like, I missed that. I missed going to a place, almost like a church feeling, where you go in there, and it's like you're fucking family. But it's yeah. even more than family, because I feel I can be more me with you than I can at my own family. And I can be, like, I've gotten deeper with you guys in one year than I have with friends that I've had for decades. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For so sure. there's really something special in having, and that was so hard for me to leave and doing it. However, I do, I've had this thing like, oh, we'd be closer than we really are now. We're not as close as we, but we can get together in one of these and it's like we never left. Yeah. yeah. But like the times that we're not together, like I miss that because we always, we always encourage each other. We always would like, you would call me up when you have an issue. I would call you up when I'm having an issue. Yeah. Like, we and don't we go to all, up. like, we had our strong suits, too, that really complemented each other's weaknesses, which I think was, like, so great about it. Like, what are the odds of that, that we're able to build this relationship? And it's like, you know, you guys struggle with integrity. You, Eli, sorry for the listeners, but, like, Eli especially has a huge issue with integrity, and I'm so good at freaking calling you on that shit. I can either make you wrong or I could actually show you listen this is what you're doing and not make you wrong about it like you would almost not want to call miss joe when something's going on because she would, <laughs> yeah, man. She would fucking because rip you knew you man up, like you knew you were calling her like she you knew pull. that you were not calling michelle you're pulling no punches and sometimes yeah. you're like, can we just be sweet michelle right now like i, I love that though I, I love that about michelle though i love that she doesn't change and she's willing to call people out yeah you know I definitely didn't want to hear myself called out, but she did a great service doing it. I'll tell you that one. Many times. I think we all. I think we all have played a part in, in, yeah. in several breakthroughs with each other, and that's why I think it's really great about something like this, which is perfect that we're getting on something like this. Is because like 
we have the ability to really be real with one another and sit in front of each other and just be completely like real like not even like i don't feel bad if you had something going on i'd be like yeah no 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 like, yeah, like, we have each like other's back, we like, 100%. wholeheartedly. And I think that's why we never got angry at each other like that. Yeah. I have gotten angry at both of you at mm-hmm. some point or another, but it was Ice. it maybe had lasted. Thank you for keeping track. <laughs> <to the fucking>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has the date and time yeah. of when it happened. But, uh, yeah, like, we've held each other so close, and we've had each other's back so hard that it's like, I can only be mad at you for, like, 24 hours, you know? Yeah. I'd like to say that one of the things I'm most grateful for out of doing the Landmark Forum and is our friendship. Like, I value friendship a whole lot. And, like, the number one thing that I'm super grateful for is becoming best friends with the both of you. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, I could call you up at any time. If I was, like, in jail and I needed to bail, I know 100%. I call you, you're going to answer. Mm-hmm. And, you'll, and you'll bail me out. I mean... I wouldn't need that, but I know that that kind of friendship exists. Like, y'all are my best friends, and I'm just super grateful for that. Like, if I could invite people to Landmark, I'd be like, I've made some of the bestest friends in the world. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. I love people. I love you guys. So thank you, you so much. I love, you too. Yeah, I love you too, man. I'm getting, like, butterflies to say that. You get butterflies? <laughs> I wish I could cry, like, at the drop of a hat in this no, moment, because we... I, I felt a little, like, tickle in my throat, but I'm good. <laughs> High five. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what we'll say is just, like, because of that level of authenticity and vulnerability that we share with each other, we really do get so close, which also helps realize that, like, how being vulnerable with the rest of the world really affects other people and how everybody else is needing that when we get serious with each other when we get real with each other like that's for me like that's not for like like it's allowing me to feel a certain sense of like freedom and like elation for like being like honest and and opening that up like it's that's what strengthens our relationship because it, it, it gets so much deeper yeah, and you get all the bullshit out of the way, too. I think for me, more or less, I'm more afraid of the unknown than I am of anything else. So yeah. it's not more or less the rejection, but it's more or less of the unknown and being the person in the unknown. Yeah, that's the majority of people. Yeah. I think but that's, but that's what I'm saying. The woman you're about to like maybe invite into your life and vice versa is dealing with the same shit. Like, she as well has, you know, insecurities. And she as well has things that maybe she doesn't want to mention and fears and unknowns and all of that. She has that same shit too. So it's like, I think we're all dealing with the same bullshit. We're all, like, scared of each other. We're all scared of love. We're scared of being rejected because then if we're rejected, we're not loved. We're all scared of love. So when you can just come from a space of love and you can come from a space of really just being real and accepting of somebody else, that's what I've learned the most important part is, is if you can accept yourself, you can accept anybody out there for whoever the fuck they are. Like I can accept you for you and all your flaws because I know me and all my flaws. I can accept Michelle for all of her flaws because of me and all my flaws. And I can accept anybody else in the outside world, especially my girlfriend with her flaws. I love you, man. I, I love, love you, you too. You guys are awesome. I will I say that. We got nothing to share. Are you not going to drink that beer? Do you want me to? I've got to say, this is 
Uh, such a great podcast. It's fun, right? I think it's just cool to do. It's funny you said that because I was just sitting here thinking, like, even if this podcast wasn't available, like, when's the last time we sat down and really just talked? Yeah. For, like, this could be nothing two else. Two hours and five Exactly. Minutes. This could be nothing else but just our conversation that we've had intentionally with yeah. each other. And yeah. that would have been completely 100% fun. Will people listen to this and maybe see, like, you know, maybe get something out of it? Yeah, that's great. But at the end of the day, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. This was just cool. I actually just thought about how, um, like, just how great it's going to be years to come when, like, I have kids. Chris may pop out another kid. Oh, for sure. You know, you're... I can see you being successful and owning like your own church, you know, and going through that and just thinking about like us catching up, whether it's once a year or every like quarter of a year, you know, and just really catching up on where we fucking started, mm. you know, and just thinking about like, I'm going to have kids one day and I'm going to be able to be like, these are some of my bestest friends that were there with me through mm. like the journey of finding me. Mm. I'm leaving uncle all over again. Yes. <laughs> you know, all... I'm going to have these little fucking rugrats, you know? <laughs> and I think it's just going to be so great because it's like, granted, I'm not going to let them get away with everything in life, but there's a few things in life that I'll let them get away with. But it's like, just to envision myself finally being like a parent and being like in an amazing relationship that I never thought could be possible until now. Like, that's something I just got present to. Mm. I see that for you. Yeah. I see that for That's you. That's awesome. I'm cheesing like a mug. Uncle Eli's I'm surprised he didn't cry right now. It's close. You almost got him. You almost almost cried beer right now. <laughs> Christ That's great. This is why we do these kind of fucking things. Mm-hmm. Raise your, what do you got? Are you drinking anything? Raise your cup of water. Behind. Behind. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Love you both. We can end it here. Yeah, we can end it here. Uh, I can't find that my cursor. Shit out. Hurry I'm up and find the cursor. You couldn't find the red dot? I, no, I couldn't find my cursor. 